What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast. Uh, Elena, we've got a special episode for the people out there, don't we? Yeah, for sure. It's really important. It's really important for all people who work with the clients and want to have successful collaborations and avoid any misunderstanding. Oof. Very well said. Yeah, I think there's two main groups of people that listen to the show and people from both parties will get lots of value with this, which are people that do PPC for clients or their employer, or they hire people who do their PPC for them. So like brand managers or brand owners uh, or sellers or whatever we want to call them, e-commerce brand owners. Um, those things are, there's certain things that you need to get right in order to have good relationships. Um, so Elena, you had this really cool idea for an episode where we actually interview an ad badger client and actually talk about like, why do we think the relationship's going well? With the hopes to give people out there, whether you work with PPCers or campaign managers or whoever, or you're a brand owner yourself, uh, or you're an agency yourself, we're just sharing our perspective on what makes a really good relationship work well. Uh, so I think people will really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Communication between the, um, clients, between agency, uh, it's um, pretty important to be on the same page all, during all time. Uh, so today we decided to uh, record this podcast uh, just uh, to show how sometimes uh, misunderstanding could influence uh, on business, on achieving results in a bad way, and if it's everything works uh, Perfectly, maybe in some not some perfectly, but good. Uh, it could achieve our results much quicker and better. Yeah, and Elena, we actually interviewed your client uh, Dan from American Mutt Tools, and you actually have some American Mutt Tools on your desk, I believe, uh, right now. <laughs> it's not actually like multi tool, but yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> so. Are those knives? You have knives on your desk at any time. <laughs> Uh, not every time, but yeah, sometimes it's pretty useful. Sometimes it's pretty useful. I actually also have a multi-tool, but yes. I didn't take them here. Yeah. So, ready, yeah. Elena, ready to slice and dice a high ACOS to bits and pieces. Uh, yes. Uh, so yeah, so we got a really cool opportunity to interview uh, your client, Dan. Uh, honestly, really impressive entrepreneur, really impressive operator. Uh, I was really impressed by so many of his answers and how he thinks about hiring and managing and thinking about goals for his company and managing the people that are managing his PPC. Uh, I think there's a lot to learn from how he thinks about working with clients. And and honestly, like he's a major component of, of why the relationship is, is so good. Like he came to us already a fantastic client and with really good practices that are able to get a lot of like great work out of people that he works with. Uh, so he's going to share how he approaches client relationships. We're going to share sort of uh, a little bit about what we think worked well here. And without any further ado, let's jump in to the episode. Oh, let's do it. I've launched campaigns and picked keywords. I've got my bits set placements too. Now bad mistakes I've made a few I've had my share of rocky words But I've got through 
was really fascinated by this idea. Uh, and I, Elena actually introduced this idea for an episode. Um, and I thought it was a, a really cool look into relationships that e-commerce companies have with their freelancers, their agencies, their contractors, their, their vendors, uh, and a unique look between some Amazon marketers and their client and sort of talk a little bit about what goes well and maybe some experiences that you've had in the past. And really what I hope to create here is an episode where whether you're an e-commerce brand and entrepreneur and you work with SEO people, PPC people, designers, so on and so forth, you know, how to get the most from that relationship. And if you're a freelancer or contractor or an agency person, uh, hear from the other side too. Um, so Elena, introduce yourself. Uh, I loved that you slacked me one day a couple of weeks ago and you're like, hey, I have an idea for an episode. And I thought it was really interesting. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about, uh, tell us all a little bit about um, your inspiration for this episode. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm so happy to be here today and recording uh, this podcast, especially with our client, Then, uh, uh, So actually, I can introduce myself uh, like a big fan of Adventures. So I'm uh, a listener uh, since uh, 2019, actually, when I have started work with Amazon. And uh, for me, it was always a new knowledge and new testing, new ad strategies and so and I'm really happy that I'm able to implement them uh, with our adventures clients. And um, yeah, I'm working here for nine or ten months. And I got this idea actually because um, when we start uh, when we have started a work with Dan uh, he mentions that he is looking like for some partnership, not just for agency, not some like contractor, but uh, partnership. And actually, uh, our communications are what built uh, pretty accurate, pretty um, uh, everything was clear, understandable. And for me, it was uh, I just wanted to take this put in some frame and hang on the wall, you know, like, oh yeah. my gosh, it's ideal. It's just ideal. Our partnership, our collaboration with Dan help us uh, to boost sales. Uh, sometimes it's uh, easier. Sometimes it's more difficult when Amazon changed something accidentally in their algorithm. Yes, as we all know who work with Amazon, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So well said. I was like uh, poetic in terms of like, the relationship is so great. I want to just capture it and put it, frame it and put it on the wall to sort of look at and observe. Um, and I also want to extend that analogy, also sort of put it under a microscope and be like, what is, what is it about the relationship that works? Because so often we hear, uh, oh man, I was working over here. And like, uh, you know, we hear e-commerce companies say like, man, I was working with blank so-and-so and it's like they didn't even care. It's like they were asleep at the wheel. It's like this, that, or the other thing. And then sometimes you'll hear from, you know, the other end of the table where it's like, man, I was working with this client and like they had no idea what they were talking about. And they were like telling me all these crazy things. Uh, if they only listened to me, so it, there's a lot of frustration. And I think when it goes well, it is, it, it is super nice. And it is an amazing idea to talk about it. So to set the stage a little bit more, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, as people on the show listening may or may not know, you know, Ad Badger 
isn't uh, an agency, you know, we are a software company, but we have a small roster of clients uh, that allows us to say, stay really, really close to the craft of Amazon advertising. That uh, is amazing to sort of bounce ideas around that we can maybe incorporate for the software, all of those good things. So we can approach it in maybe a more unique way uh, than traditionally, which I think is really cool. It's one of my favorite parts of AdBadger. And Welcome, Dan. Uh, uh, Elena uh, mentioned that you are indeed a, a client of AdBadger. And I'm so fascinated to sort of hear your story about what it's been like to work with clients, like what skills you think you could share to other e-commerce companies to like help them have better relationships with their uh, teams that they work with. So yeah, so how would you like to be introduced uh, here? Because you have many skills and you've done Oh. Cool stuff. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master yeah. of none, I think would be an <laughs> accurate description of me. <laughs> Good at a little bit of everything, great at not not very much. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thank, thank, thank you so much for the introduction. Um, it's been a pleasure working with you guys. Uh, just to build on what, you know, Elena was talking about as far as the, the partnership goes, I, I think the biggest thing for us would be open and consistent communication. Right. Um, and, and that goes for doing what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. That's important. Um, but also clear data flow. Right. So a, a sharing of the data. So I think a lot of uh, these relationships go south is when, um, for instance, you know, the agency might be pulling a report from one date and then you might be pulling a report from another date. And you both say that you've got the same thing and you're looking at the same thing, but you really don't. Um, so I, I think a big key for our uh, success has been open sharing of, of data. Um, everything that I have that's Amazon related, Elena and Alfredo have. Um, and I try my best to keep that updated on a, on a weekly basis. And if things go, if say inventory turns for the worse or whatever, we update them via email, almost try and immediately do that. But I think as soon as um, we're touching back on the do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything has to be done. Um, obviously, things happen, delays happen, but just being upfront about it, because as, as soon as you try and hide the fact that something didn't get done or we're off track here or there, the relationship just goes south. And then you constantly have that thing in the back of your mind saying that uh, I, I really got to check on them, you know. Yeah, so well said. Um, you know, I was giving a presentation one time and someone raised their hand and asked like, hey, how do I know if my agency that I'm working with is good? And I literally said those exact words, like, do they do what they say they're going to do when they do it? Like, it's literally, can you show up and be where you say you're going to be when you said you're going to be there? And if for some reason you can't be there, did you like, let, did you get ahead of it? Did you say like, hey, due to this, that, and the other reason, you know, this happened, uh, maybe whatever it is, doesn't matter. Are you in that communication loop and the sort of open transparency? It's uh, so vitally important. And I think it's a lot of times I see people uh, doing the work sometimes want to like explain away or obfuscate or like hide something that maybe hasn't gone exactly as planned, which I mean, it happens all the time, right? You know, no account in the history of any account or, or marketing campaign has ever increased 10% every single week to infinity, right? Like it, it, it there's, there's valleys and troughs, uh, peaks and valleys. Uh, so it's like, 
it, it's so vitally important to like have that open and honest communication. And Dan, like, was it always like this? Uh, like, did you have to learn that lesson to, to sort of share a lot, to sort of do things to, to get to that level of communication? Um, I, I would say that I did have to learn that, not necessarily yeah. um, just in my, you know, Amazon career journey, whatever you want to call it, but in a, my, my corporate life before this, um, that's kind of when I, I learned it, you know, I, th I think it's important as to always um, think of yourself as like a server, almost like I'm trying to just, you know, Elena have everything that she needs to do her job as good as she could possibly do it. I, I'm, and if she doesn't, what, what can I get her to do that? Because at the end of the day, we want to be rowing in the same direction, pulling in the same direction, however you want to say it. Um, and yeah, that, I'd say that's the biggest thing. It's just, again, I, I might sound like a broken record, constantly communicating, but given information. Yeah, constantly. Uh, there's like one question that a lot of contractors can ask like every day or agencies. It's just like, are, am I on the same page with my client? Am I on the same page with my client? And that also holds true, I think, for clients too. Like, does my vendor know exactly what is important to me and like has all the information that they need uh, to do their job? And it's not automatic. Like, it's actually really hard to get on the same page. Like, it's hard to build that shared vocabulary. It's hard to, sh to get that shared vision of like what happens on a day-to-day week-to-week -week basis and like what should each party do in order to like stay on the same page because uh, it does take a lot of energy just to have that communication side of things uh, but it's it's vitally important you know I think of my own experience like hiring writers or this that or the other thing in the past and sometimes I early on in my career I would hire them and then just like sit back and like I hired like a blog post writer eight years ago. And I just remember like sitting back and being like, okay, all of my blog post problems are solved. Like all of, I'm going to have perfect blog posts every time. And I don't need to do any, I don't need to worry about blog posts anymore. And eventually like two, three, four, five weeks into it, I'm just like, what is actually going on? Like I'm getting blog posts that like I didn't really want or didn't really expect, or like it's not in the style that I wanted. And it's like, I blamed myself. Like, well, I didn't tell them any direction. Like I just sort of sat back and just expected this person to read my mind uh, and magically understand everything. And it doesn't really work like that. Uh, and Elena, I see you shaking your head. <laughs> when you're in an account, I'm curious, like when you're in an account, an Amazon advertising account, and you're like actually making changes to a bid or a keyword, like down in the weeds, the most smallest scale of level of optimization, with like surgical precision, how do you connect those optimization activities all the way back up to maybe something qualitative that Dan said, you know, something like it'd be great to move sales on product X or this, that, or the other. like, cause you know, we start way up high with like a generalized goal, an ACOS goal, uh, a total ACOS goal, revenue goal, market share, whatever it might be. And then how do you sort of connect the dots all the way down to like the individual optimization? I'm curious how you think about those things. Yeah, um, first of all, of course, when we start our uh, collaboration with the clients, like our work, uh, we ask them their goals. 
what is your expectations? What is your, what is your goals? What is your expectations? What you want to achieve the next months, three months and the next year? And of course, uh, our like uh, main goal uh, for this is defined. Are we able to do this or no? If we, if we see that, yes, market currently is so a lot of competitors, yes, and uh, yeah, maybe it's uh, we need a little bit more time to achieve this. We're honest with this. We're always honest and we say uh, what we can do, what we cannot do right now, yes, but of course we will try to do like our best. Uh, so, and we keep uh, constantly, constantly communications uh, because it's pretty important to get all possible knowledge about the product, about the niche. Yes, we are like a technical specialist, yes, so we, we know everything about uh, Amazon, uh, how Amazons work, but we uh, need some additional information about each product to like to optimize this perfectly uh, and yes and to achieve uh, these goals better i always uh, we always uh, keep communication with dan and sometimes i can just write to him then i need your help please explain me what this and this <laughs> and he yes he jumped quickly uh, so and it's pretty important and uh, i don't feel that oh no i'm like a specialist so i cannot ask because i know yes i know i'm pretty open to with then and he always update about this and uh sometimes check uh, sometimes he also can send us some ideas what he is thinking about, and we can say also, yes, you know, it's it's pretty good. We will test this, or no, you know, maybe for this time we we'll just like <laughs> uh, keep uh, things uh, in this way. Uh, so yeah, but we always discuss and we always communicate uh, through uh, like our weekly calls, through messages, and uh, yes, and it's pretty important. And also for us, it's pretty important to update clients what we do. Yes, I know that sometimes it's take some times to make a notes, to make like some uh, quick recap, and uh, but it's uh, also help not only for clients to see, but also help for us like to, to check and also be updated. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and um, it's 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 help us uh, to achieve uh, goals um, quicker and better, and I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah, I love what you said at the end there that it actually helps you achieve goals more easily. Yeah, um, like it it sort of directs you where to go and what to do. Uh, having that understanding, Dan, what would you say? This like if you were to, you know, talk to a peer from another e-commerce company, and you know they were about to make a a hire, you know, Amazon marketer of any kind. Uh, and they were to ask you like, hey, what does your perfect meeting structure look like? Like, what kind of meeting should I be having with my agency or my contractor or my freelancer uh, on a regular basis? How would you sort of structure that meeting in a way that would give you all the information that uh, you think you need and give the contractor or the agency all the information that they need? Like, what kinds of, what format or questions do you think every agency conversation should include? Oh, I think that each meeting should, we need to go over the overall goal. And I think it's important as a client not to move the goalposts, right? When we started with Ad Badger, we said, we are here to lower our tacos to this percentage point. 
and we've we've kept that over the months, even though you know sometimes I want to go lower or go faster or whatever. Right. So each it's meeting, so tempting. We, yeah, oh, it yeah. definitely is. As a client, you always and about it's like every week I want to tell operator and I let it, okay, go a little bit faster. But if I do that, I'm just shooting myself in the foot. It, there's no use. So each meeting we need to go over how are we trying. Why, why do you say that? Well, I mean, I did it when when I ran my own ads. You know, I'm a very go with the gut type of guy, right? Yeah. So, you know, when I'd be running my stuff, if things weren't going the right way, it, I mean, we're going to push that throttle to 110% and you end up just not, it, it doesn't work out. It doesn't, especially with something that's as kind of, I'll call it arcane as PPC, right? There's some science, but there's also a little nuance to it. But um, going back to your question, as, as far as the meeting structure, are we on track with the overall goal? Um, and then, you know, if there's some campaign outliers that we need to discuss and we go, we talk about those, uh, during the call. And also, again, I might sound like a broken record here, but we, I think Elena can attest, we end the meeting, does she need anything from me? Do I need anything from them? I think that's, that's really, really important. Trust, but verify. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm sort of curious too, like what tools have made the communication easier? Uh, you know, there's so many tools out there these days, you know, you could send voice memos, you can send blooms, you can share project management boards, you can just use email. Uh, what tools have you found most effective with working uh, with people helping you with your business? So I'm a big believer in email. I guess I'm a little old school in that regard, but um, as far as like saying, you know, what needs to be done or what I'm thinking or what they're thinking, we do all that over email. Um, we also use a ClickUp and then as far as sharing the data, we use um, uh, Looker or Google data, data Studio, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, and then just kind of the Google's overall, um, I guess, spread of, of products, whether it's Google Sheets or Docs or whatever. It's, it's a really great way for both sides to have the same information at the same time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you mentioned ClickUp. Uh, I think ClickUp is my one of my favorite tools over the last few years. It's it's true to, to to Dan's point. It's like can some can the person you're working with write down what they are going to do, and then actually follow through and do the thing at the at the time that they said they would. And I think just like for any contractor or agency listening, it's like, that's really our job is to like, get as much, collect as much information as you possibly can from the client, uh, what they want, uh, when they want it, like, what are their goals uh, to sort of help clarify, like, because like our job as service providers is to like, understand like, is what the client just said a realistic goal? Um, and like, can it be achieved? Uh, and like, how do we know that it could be achieved? The hardest conversations are sort of talking to someone who's brand new uh, with like out of sales history. And they're saying like, oh, in 90 days, it would be nice to be at X. And it's like, well, what's the history of these campaigns? Those are the, I think are the hardest conversations to have. And that's actually a, a fantastic uh, question to ask. Uh, you know, Dan, because... Uh, it, it is true. You know, there are some people that I talk to sometimes that tell me a goal of theirs. And I sort of have to say like, oh, well, you know, the keywords related to your product only have 10,000 searches a month. There's no way we can have 10,000 sales, 10,000 orders a month 
if there's only 10,000 searches, you know, maybe if we're really lucky, we'll get 10% of those overall searches for a thousand sales. I'm curious, how can e-commerce companies have a framework to sort of set realistic goals? Like, you know, it sounds like you came to us with a total light cost goal. Why, how did you know that was a goal? And like, tell me about like the evolution of your goal setting in your company over the years. Oh, I, I think that the, the total ACOS directly correlates to the P&L. So it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great goal in that regard. Uh, it's, it, it makes the math a lot easier as far as on a daily basis. Are we, you know, making enough money? I mean, that's what we're here to do, right? Um, so that, you know, I've always been drawn to it just because it's, you know, it, it's, it's a number type goal. Obviously, we track the, we look at the ACOS and all that, but those are all derivatives of how to get to the total ACOS. Um, you know, you had a total ACOS of X, uh, and you asked Ad Badger, can it, can you give me a total ACOS of Y? What was your process like to actually determine why? Like, how did you know that Y was achievable or? You know, how do you consider setting goals when talking to, you know, any kind of contractor that you're working with? Yeah, I think, you know, just doing research online, you can kind of figure out what people's average total ACoS is. And then I think as the client or as the e-commerce brand that's not well known, you kind of need to have some self-realization that, hey, I'm not Nike and a 2% tacos and doing millions of dollars in sales is just not realistic. Maybe it is one day, but I'm not at that point. Um, So just having the self-awareness to define what's accurate and what you can, what works on your P&L, right? Mm -hmm. I I think that's important. Was there ever a time where you realized that some of your goals maybe weren't as realistic, like you had to learn some lessons there? Uh, Yeah, I'd say just... Uh, every day I realize that I, I'm wrong. So but, um, when we first started on this Amazon journey, I guess you could say, um, we thought, you know, the tacos was going to be, man, we can do like 8% and coming from a Shopify background, this is going to be so great. Our conversion rate is going to be through the roof. And you quickly realize that that is, that's not the case. And it's, you know, double or, or more that that number that you originally wanted and it, i think it goes back to just do your do your research i mean there's plenty of people out there whether it's in in the groups or on reddit or wherever that are gonna spill the beans to what their tacos is whether through bragging or or needing help and you can kind of cipher through and figure out what the average should be. I mean, you, you could run that calculation just using your click-through rate or your CPC rather, your conversion rate and the product price. And you can, yeah, it's pretty easy that way too. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, in order for me to achieve that goal, my conversion rate would need to be 300% better. It would need to be, you know, from a 3% to a 9%. It would need to be so much higher. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Things like that. Uh, So that's really valuable. So I think the takeaway there is like looking at your baseline, talking to a lot of people, uh, and then sort of establishing some kind of, okay, if I'm at point A, I can get to point B, uh, perhaps. And then once you're at point B, you can set another target and so on and so forth. Uh, Yeah, that's, that's 
a great outlook. I also think too, like what happens when a goal isn't achieved? That's where what we mentioned earlier about like communication, like why wasn't it hit? Like what did we do? Why did we think that would work? What actually happened? Doing a postmortem like that of like a goal that wasn't able to to get completed, get achieved, I think is so valuable. Just understand having the self-awareness of the market that you're in. Uh, and what you've been doing on your side and what the agency is doing on their side. Oh, I have a, we have a great example. Elena and I talked about this yesterday, actually, you know, we launched a couple new products, right? And if you look at, if you look at the overall average, yeah, our, our tacos has gone up this month compared to last month. But when you kind of isolate those mature products and look at the month, okay, well, the tacos is still coming down on those. So it's, it's just my actions of growing as a brand that are causing that number to increase. So being cognizant of that, if you're looking at these weighted averages, be cognizant that, you know, if you go and launch, you know, 50% more products in one day, uh, your tacos, your ACOS, your CB, every, every number is going to go up and not the way that you want it to. So mm. just being cog- again, cognizant. I'm going to sound like a broken record this whole podcast, it seems. No, I mean, it's such an important trait, right? Like being self-aware enough, like is what I'm saying realistic? How do I know it's realistic? Uh, So I think the takeaway there is like, use your baseline, like really try to be as honest and open as you can. And, and, you know, you mentioned something too. uh, I I do this too, where it's like, I call it like napkin math, where just like, okay, you know, I imagine with the Shopify store, thinking about moving over to Amazon, it's like, oh, if I can you know, achieve a X percent conversion rate, and then I can have an X percent total ACoS. And like, anytime I do that, it's like, wow, if we can increase our traffic by 25% over the next 12 months, and our conversion rate can go up 17% over the next 12, it's like, yeah, that's super nice. But, you know, it's similar to like the, uh, you know, everybody has a plan until like you get punched in the face, famous quote from Mike Tyson. It's like, yeah, like then you get like hit with reality and it's like, oh, actually like increasing my traffic 25% over the next 12 months is incredibly difficult and incredibly expensive and takes a lot of time, energy research. And there's going to, it's not linear. Like it just doesn't magically go up every month. And again, that's where like inserting that iterative process of like, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? Did it work? Yes or no? What can we do to try to improve it in the future? Uh, I think it's just so vital. Um, you know, I always try to push people when they do reporting. Uh, and Elena mentioned it earlier, like reporting isn't just a thing that you give a client and then a client peruses through it and says, thank you and goodbye. A report is like one step in that iterative process where it's like an opportunity for uh, the service provider to grade themselves, to sort of grade uh, how things are progressing and then give a diagnosis and then be a doctor. And like, well, based on the data, we have determined that like this was working super well, we're going to do more of it. This we need to drop and rethink that over there. Uh, and I think reporting is a very much a tool for the person working on the campaigns. And I think that's so important for a lot of people to get, because I feel like a lot of times I hear agencies and contractors sort of say like, oh man, reporting, it's like, I have to make this thing. I don't even know if my client reads it. Uh, And that's where that's a perfect opportunity to like actually ask your client, like what kind of data do you want? Like what kind of data is going to be important to you? Like to make the decisions that you need. Here's what our clients normally ask for. Do you like this report? 
And then circling back to that, I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've made reports for people and then six months go by and, and they're like, oh, I haven't actually looked at a report in a couple of months. Uh, you know, it, 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 I think about other things now. Well, let's rework those new things into the report. So yeah, I, I think reporting could be an amazing optimization tool, like as important as, you know, doing bid optimization and changing campaign structure because it lets you reflect on all of those things. Uh, and yeah, I'm curious too, like, Elena, what do you say to like the PPC optimizer, you know, campaign manager out there that's just like, you know, this conversation that Ad Badger's having on this show, it's too much. Like clients just need to listen to their agencies, do what they say, the agency knows best, and like they should just give all the information to the customer because like they've seen way more accounts and like it all comes from the agency. You just said uh, uh, you just got a really great example about doctor, yes, and the patient. Then when some uh, person has some problem and go to the doctor and tell about some about this problem, and doctor said, "Okay, just take this and go, <laughs> go yeah. away." Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a really bad collaborations because yes, I'm a doctor. I was studying, I don't know, seven years, ten years, how how many years, and yes, and. I know everything. No, uh, it shouldn't work like this. It mustn't work like this because it's also always communications. Uh, so, but sometimes, for instance, um, when the clients say to us some goals, like we discuss, uh, for instance, about uh, tacos, about tacos, about spend, yes? And our goals are just to reduce spend. It's really like your goals, yeah? You really just want to reduce your spend? We don't think so because the main goals for every yeah. business is profitability. Mm -hmm. In some case, maybe it's brand boosting, uh, brand awareness, expand brand awareness and something like that. But it's always profitability. So, and we usually explain that, okay, like reduce spend, it's it's not a problem for us. Yeah, it's not a problem. It's it's a, it's a, it's quite easier just to reduce bids, pause some unprofitable targets, pause unprofitable campaigns, and yes, and we will be happy. We will be happy. No, of course not, because uh, we lose our ranking, our competitors will be higher than we. Yes, and like for a long term, like. Mm -hmm. well will be uh, so and we explain it and yes and usually yeah, clients agree with us and say yes yeah. so we uh, like suggest a different ways how we can manage this how we can optimize this without losing ranking without losing any positions and be on the top uh, sometimes it's take a time sometimes we cannot promise that okay you will work with us one two months and you will get these results no sometimes it's like six months sometimes it's five it depends it depends different needs different product uh, different price and <laughs> difference yes a lot mm -hmm. of different metrics uh, so yeah yeah amazing little you just dropped it in there which was where a client suggests a goal and you know i want to reduce spend and then it, 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 I think a big mistake that a lot of agencies do is like, they just say, okay, and they'll just go do something that maybe they don't necessarily agree with. They don't necessarily think is a good idea. And I think you, you know, said it really well there. You just dropped it in where it's like client says a goal. And then you sort of ask them, like, are you sure this is your goal? Like, cause if we go and do this, like this, that, and the other thing might happen. And I think like, that's so 
vital to like their relationship perspective. Um, and I, I guess what we're saying here too, like, yeah, like agencies should be like a client's doctor, their potential, like potentially their therapist, their electrician, like they actually have to go and fix the thing at the end of, at the end of the day. Uh, they're like coach, they're like, you know, all this stuff. So it, it can be really, I think it's really important to like, if you're an agency, uh, really evolve like what you think you do. Like if you think that all you do is like go in and change some bids, it's like not actually like you really do want to communicate and, and talk and like figure things out and like find out why the client is suggesting a particular goal and like work with them. Uh, I think that's such a missed opportunity if like that's not being done. Um, so absolutely love that. And, you know, I'm curious, Dan, I, I want to almost like bring it to like tangible steps because there's so many e-commerce companies and and people that, you know, I talk to, they come, they come to us and they're like, Hey, like a couple of years ago, I worked over, I worked with those people over there. And like, I felt like they never understood me. And like, I'm so frustrated. Uh, I'm just going to start. Do- and then I did it myself for some time. And then they end up like getting frustrated at Amazon. They're like, Oh man, Amazon. Uh, so I think like, I, I want to like give people like a framework almost uh, of like tangible things to do almost like, through the week. So I wanted to just flesh out some of the things that you mentioned so far on the show and just see if we can add any more detail. So you mentioned you do a lot of email communication. Uh, you sometimes look at ClickUp uh, and you sort of really focus on giving clear goals and anything else that we can sort of like tangibly like give people. Uh, so like if they feel like they've been struggling with their agency partners um, and they want to like the next time they work with someone, they really want to get started on the right foot. Like how would you coach them to, to really get the most from the relationship? So once you set your kind of North star goal, don't, don't change it drastically and sporadically. I think that, you know, that just steers the whole ship off course. Right. Um, and then going back to the data flow, make sure that you're giving them everything that they could possibly need. And that's for selfish reason too, right? If we're giving the agency everything that they could possibly ever need, we're taking away every excuse in the book that they could possibly have to not perform. Um, so obviously things happen. So that doesn't mean like we must get to this this number by this date or you guys are fired. That's that's ridiculous. But just making sure, being a server, being a servant, making sure that they've got everything that they need. Because I think you know, as a as a brand, you need to understand. You're going to hire a PPC agency. You got to understand these guys. I think want to do PPC. They enjoy it. Um, Right. So the more information you give them, the more they're going to almost want to work on your account. So that's kind of my my trick, I guess you could say. Now, you could also say, well, Dan, you're adding a lot of work onto your plates, but this is a team. I mean, if you hired someone in house, you'd be doing the same thing. Uh, you'd be showing them everything, you'd talking to them every day or whatnot. So I, I don't I don't look at it as a if I hire an agency, then you guys should do it 100 percent. And I'm totally hands off and I don't have to worry about it. That's, that's almost ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. It, it, there is some work that is involved in hiring someone, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. There is some work. It like, sometimes I'll be like, man, it'd be great to have like this person on the team. And then I'm like, I don't have time to, to give, to set them up for success. Um, it's like, I'm, you know, once I do, then we can hire that person. Cause like, we'll be able to give them the the framework and the SOPs and talk about the goals and like, we'll have fleshed out goals. Uh, I think that's so vital. I just want to pause here. If you're watching this on YouTube, Elena has the most perfect lens flare 
going on behind her, the, uh, yeah, the, the yeah, Canadian yeah, yeah. sun. I just want to, yes, just wanted to say that. Can I please turn off it? It looks like, uh, it looks amazing. It looks like you're like ascending into the heavens. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, but I don't know how it will be for video. So can I just uh, turn off it? Alrighty, so Dan, I think like as we sort of wrap up this conversation, the big things we've learned, uh, egoless communication, it sounds like, sort of like setting goals and like being really honest with them, uh, trying to communicate as much as possible, uh, that it does take work to sort of share that information and have conversations when goals are hit or when they're not hit and sort of talk and understand. Uh, and I also think like if there's if there's a couple yes or no's that people should have with the people they work with. It's like, it sounded like, yes, they should be reliable and trustworthy. Like if they say they're going to do something, they better be there. Cause like, you can't, you can't get to like these higher level and higher order things. If like they said they were going to send you a report on Friday and now it's next Wednesday. It's like, got to establish that. Uh, oh, I had actually one really interesting question, uh, which I hear come up a lot with brands before I get to maybe my final question with you, which is like, what do you say to the brand owner uh, or the brand manager who's working at a company and they've been tasked to go hire a PPC agency and they don't know PPC? Like they don't know how to assess if someone's going to be technically good or they don't really, they can't really visualize like what a realistic goal should be. Uh, how would you recommend that person bridge that gap? Because I know you were managing your own PPC, so you had some kind of background in it. So you sort of knew sort of like, does this person really know what they're talking about? But what do you say to the brand owner or brand manager who's like, how do I hire my first agency? Or like, I've been having bad experiences and like, I don't still don't understand PPC. How can they sort of figure out who to work with? It's kind of a tough question. Um, I would say that, you know, going into it blindly and just interviewing and then picking the person that you just meshed with the best is probably a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> you, you, You've got to, there's no way around it. you got to do the work. This is, you know, this isn't a, uh, a three hour. I mean, I guess for some people it is, but for me, it's not. Yeah. Um, you you got to do the work. You don't have to, you don't have to know PPC like Elena and Michael here know PPC, but go understand what they're talking about and just kind of, you know, absorb the information, listen to a couple podcasts. That might be helpful. Um, mm -hmm. That That would be my, you know, spend six hours on Saturday or Sunday and learn about it. And then, you know, find some agencies, talk to them. And, you know, a lot of them will offer client referrals. Um, so that that's one way to kind of get people's opinion. Go look on, on web. Um, there's a ton of review websites. It seems more every day. Uh, and just kind of pick through them, understand that some of them were probably you know, paid to post or whatever, but um, mm -hmm. you, you can find the nuggets in there. Um, also, the, the negative reviews actually are really good insights. Um, so I, I would look at those and see kind of what went wrong because when, when things do go wrong, people will write, you know, whole paragraphs and stories about how it was or wasn't their fault or whatnot, but there are nuggets in there. That's kind of how we came to you guys. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you. Uh, and I'm curious too, like, what do you think at Badger, you know, Elena and Alfredo and myself and the whole team here, what do you think we could improve upon? That's a, that's another tough question. Um, yeah. we have meshed together pretty well. 
I would say, again, I'd love for you guys to go faster, but I'm shooting myself in the foot if we do that. Um, yeah, it, and I, I never really have an, to give an answer for you. Um, I would just say keep doing what you guys are doing. I, I don't know if every relationship is as good as the one that we have, but I guess you try and make every relationship like the one that we have. Just continue to be communicative, community, whatever. Keep talking to each other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just, uh, you know, if, if we don't meet goals, that's fine. Just let, let us know, let, let people know. That's, that's a big thing. As, as soon as that trust degrades, the rest of the relationship until it splits, and it probably will split if it happens where we're not doing what we say we're going to do when we say we're going to do it. Um, it just it's a recipe for disaster so just being open about anything that happens yeah and i'm curious too like when you were making that decision what was it about ad badger that actually like made you say like okay like let me give these folks a chance uh the one thing that uh was said on kind of the discovery and the call was that you guys would share a clickup board and we use clickup internally so being able to see and know, okay, then, you know, if I know that Elena is going to do a negative keyword sweep on Wednesday, I can go in and I can look at the history tab and say, did she do it? Yes. Okay. Then that's, it just makes that trusting, but verifying a lot easier. Right. And then, you know, at some point, you know, in the first couple of months, you're like always checking the history tab or did they do this? Did they do this or whatnot? But as you see that, you know, they're on top of it, you can, you can kind of let back a little bit. Obviously I wouldn't, just totally not not look at anything that they're doing. That would that would be really dumb. But um, it, yeah, the the sharing of the clickup board I think is is one thing that sets you guys apart from pretty much everybody else. And you know, doing that made me comfortable. Like, okay, well, if they're going to share that, I'm going to share all this stuff, and it's it's just meshed together really well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, Elena, sharing the perspective of like putting the frame on the wall of what like a good, effective, great client agency relationship looked like, put it, framing it. Have we done it? Have we done it? Communications, constantly communications. Yes. Uh, Constantly updating, clients updating. If you see that something wrong, uh, uh, please uh, go ahead and let clients know. It's really important. It's really important. Keep uh, reporting, tracking. Yeah. Yeah. Very well said. Staying on the same page. I think uh, the thing that comes up for me, have you ever heard the uh, like little story about like seven blind people walk up to an elephant and like one person like touches their the elephant's leg and it's like, oh, an elephant is like a tree. Another person like touches the elephant's uh, tail and is like, oh, it's like, a, uh, I, I don't know, something else. Did, have you heard the story? I'm butchering the story. I've heard this story, although I recall it about as well as you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like all the seven people are like touching a different part of the elephant. And yeah. they're like, I, it's like this. No, it's like this. And I think like the better synchronization that, clients can have with their agencies uh, and putting energy into it because it's not automatic. It does take hard work. It it's it takes effort to like build a clickup board and share that and actually use it. Uh, it takes effort to share a report and then customize it for what the client needs. Like, does this report make sense for you? It takes work on the client's side to actually think about like, 
I think these things are going to be important in a report. And then actually like come back a couple of weeks later and be like, you know what? I actually think I need different stuff. Cause like it does take work. Uh, it takes effort to make a good relationship last. Um, so Dan, thank you so much um, for coming on the show and sharing your experience. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to, to, to be your PPC management team. Oh, yeah, well, it's great. Thank y'all for having me. It's, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, right on. Uh, thank you, Jim.